What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Broadcasting to you live from New York, I have finally made it back to the States. Something I look forward to and was eager to get back to for almost three years. The ironic part is, now that I'm back, at least three days as we speak, I am missing India. I had been gone so long, I don't even know what I was coming back to. I had the thought that went through my head, asking, did I even do the right thing by coming back? And of course, it would take a few days, maybe a few weeks of adjustment. And I'm still in New York, and I'm not in my final destination yet in Florida, where I consider home, at least for this moment. So I'm not in real life mode yet. Still, though, there is a part of me that feels strange being here. I went through a drive through yesterday, and I was in a car driving yesterday, and I met up with a few friends yesterday, and every time I looked up, I thought I was in India. My mind and my heart is still very much there. And strange how we are. We wake up every day anticipating the life we put to sleep the night before, even though we have no guarantee of that life. Even though our entire being is based off of change, still though, you wake up in the morning expecting the things you left behind the night before to be there. And it's funny because I left my entire India house in a way that seems like I was expecting to be there the next day. All my stuff all over the place. I even left my towel on the bed straight out of the shower like I was coming back tomorrow or later to fix it. None of the change feels real as fast as it is happening. And so while my mind still clings on to what I know and what I have known for the last three years to have been there for so long, there's something so beautiful about the seasonal aspects of life that leaves its marks of growth on you. I heard this story on a podcast once about trees in the Amazon that illustrates this point. On a trip to the Amazon forest, while trekking through and noticing some fallen trees, this person asked the guide, how come these trees, these old trees, large trees, don't have any rings on them? If you know about the traditional aging of trees, when you cut it in half, you can tell its age by how many rings there are visible on the tree in the inside of the trunk. Each ring is a year in the life of that tree. And you can count how long that a tree has been alive by how many rings there are. So when on that trip, he noticed the cut down trees in the Amazon forest do not have those rings. And when he asked why, the answer was because there are no seasons in the Amazon. So the trees don't stop growing, then grow again, then halt and pause and then grow again which is what leaves the rings. This halting and pausing and molding through seasonal change in most places outside the Amazon 
is what gives record of its life, is what adds character to its growth. Essentially, our life is meant to be seasonal. Or it would be one mundane, shooting straight upwards life. It's the ups and the downs, though. The ebbs and the flows, the halting, the pausing, with the full speed ahead then afterwards. All the sudden shifts we must accommodate and navigate that then become the evidence, the markers of our growth. And if we were able to hold on to just one season, we would not have the beauty for which we are designed to emit. The forest is not full of the distinction and the uniqueness of each tree by the shade it receives, by the way it sprouts and shoots up in accommodation to all that grows around it without the seasons. So while I sit missing a season that has just passed, which while I was in it was just painful, and while I was again too missing the season that just passed that one, Right now, I'm here to bow to the seasons. I recognize their contribution to the beauty that I will add to this beautiful forest full of trees. And so, instead of asking, what do I want from life? A more powerful question is, what does life want from me? Our wants are fickle, turbulent mood-dependent, and unreliable to provide guidance. So instead of relying on the internal shifts of the wind that, let's be honest, we are halfway connected to and not ever really sure about our own feelings and opinions and emotions towards those things, as someone who has witnessed himself be completely bipolar and how I feel about many things, instead of those internal shifts and then try to assert control on that moving target through those internal shifts of that mood, nature shows us proof that it is much more contributory to our growth if we just bow to and surrender to the seasonal changes on the outside. That that is what leads to our beautiful bends as we seek the light and root deep into the earth searching for our sustenance. And everything is worth this seasonal growth. The foliage, the losing and the shedding, the painful halting, the dreadful dry periods, all worth the eventual nature you form into, that nature forms you into. No matter how strenuous the seasons, no matter how much longing for the one that just passed, Again, life has its own demand on you. And the greatest honor is in the bowing to it. And that's what settles me, at least, regardless of what I yearn for. Because I believe there is a service I am to provide with what life is wanting from me. And if I have to give up all the potential that I anticipate for myself to realize, then I would absolutely stop missing the going back if I could see it clearly, even if that meant I could live comfortably somewhere else in India, like for example. But without the realizing I could be all the things 
I know I expect from myself, then it is not a trade worth making if I have to give it up. No matter how much I miss it, no matter how much I miss the seasons that passed, I am willingly ready to sign up for all the difficulty and challenges that life here will bring me no matter how distanced I feel from it today, no matter how much it will take for me to get back into that life. Because I know in the seasonal change ahead is the unfolding of what is meant for me, what is life demanding for me. And if I had to trade off that unfolding for the clinging to the attachment of any season, then I would be accepting the decay and loss of what life demands from me. And that is disrespect of the highest measures of the gifts that life has granted me. We have a divine duty to the demands of life. We need the ebbs and the flows and our life would be flooded without them. Even too much of a good thing becomes ordinary. The pink skies, the beautiful sunsets, many of them go underappreciated by those people who consider it a home. We tend to become blind to our backyards, no matter how grand the views might be. It's the shifts of the season the brisk air of the winter following the heat of the summer, the scorching heat, the autumn, and the changing of the colors in the middle and the eventual bareness of the trees that it leads to. All of these together is what makes what could easily be misweighed, underappreciated into the recognition of the magic and the miracle that it is. So reach into the forest of you and tenderly draw out what is still and unafraid there. All the seasons are your sprouting seasons. So grow, root, and soar to the sky. I love you, family. Stay true always. I'll see you on the next show.